podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Daniel Charles and this is the latest episode of The Breakdown where we take a look at some Chelsea performances, players and tactics in a little bit more detail. In today's show, we're mainly focusing on Noni Manawake, who has really been a star player in the last couple of games for Chelsea, basically on the fringes almost an outcast links for him moving away this month on loan to try and get some football. Now he's firmly back in the plans of Mauricio Pochettino and he's taking his opportunity. But it's not just the goal scoring and attacking that I think has been impressive. We're going to look at one example in particular that I think shows an improvement going the other way that maybe means that Madawake will stay in the team a little bit longer for Pochettino, maybe what he wasn't doing well in the past. Also, we will look at Cole Palmer, who has been nominated for Premier League Player of the Month for December, and just look at some of his numbers that are just so impressive so far this season. If you like the sound of that, please do hit that like button. Please share this video around with friends. But let's get into the show with Noni Madawake. And you know, I think if you would have asked me a couple of weeks ago, I would have personally been of the belief that, yeah, maybe a loan is probably best for him, even though it's kind of a, a really bad situation given we bought him effectively 12 months ago and he's already an outcast, deemed one of these kind of future players, a really exciting talent from PSV, bringing him back to the Premier League, a young English talent who's excelling in the young English ranks as well with the likes of Cole Palmer. But then suddenly... With the Crystal Palace game, because of injury to other players, he finally gets this opportunity off the bench. He makes an impact. He gets and scores the winning penalty of that game. Then a couple of days later, he starts again against Luton and really does amazingly well. I mean, in terms of the second goal, truly wonderful individual piece of play and finishing and just looks like a very confident player at the moment. What's interesting to me is just the lack of football he's actually had this season, looking at some of his numbers in terms of minutes on the pitch. Some of this has been impacted absolutely by injury. He had a muscle injury earlier in the season. He had an injury throughout December that kept him out of three games, Man United, Everton and Sheffield United. But then even League Cup, I mean, he got 81 minutes against AFC Wimbledon all the way back in August, uh, but didn't feature in the squads against Newcastle, barely got any time against Blackburn. So even games where you'd maybe consider Noni as and fringe players in general would get some opportunities, that hasn't been the case. Now, there are a variety of factors for that. He did come back late, basically into the season because he was injured during the summer. And then also on top of that, there have been a lot of talks and speculation and rumor about his kind of relationship with Pochettino, maybe not being that good Pochettino just as a coach because of his previous history at Tottenham with Manawake, maybe not favoring him as a player. And the evidence of that has kind of shown he doesn't consider him a regular player, at least for the first half of the season. That may change in the second half of the season. So, yeah, we will look at the goal itself against Luton, but I feel I, I, I got sort of interested looking at some examples that people sort of brought up regarding Madawake's defensive quality because it's not just about what a player does in the final third a lot of coaches are going to be interested in what you're doing the other way how you're helping out your fullback your fellow defenders your teammates when the team needs to defend and is under pressure and sadly we are going to have to look back at last season I know PTSD and all of that giving you cold sweats but I feel like this example contrasted with something that Madawake done really well against Luton maybe shows you that all-round improvement and maybe 
moments like this are going to keep him in the team a little bit longer rather than just, of course, scoring the goals that he has in recent games that are very important. We want to see the attacking side of his game get better in productivity. But defensively, I thought this was really impressive. So firstly, we're going to look at the West Ham game. If you remember that quite dismal game, Chelsea drew it 1-1. We had a lot of the new January signings finally coming in. This was a game where Joao Felix, if you remember, scored a goal. Enzo Fernandez played a brilliant ball. We should have had a penalty late on, but the game ended 1-1 with Emerson Palmieri scoring the equaliser after Chelsea had taken the lead in the first half. And really, this goal can be attributed. Maybe you could point the blame at Reese James, but there is a bit of blame, I think, to go to Noni Medawake here, as you can see from the ball about to be played in by Sufal. And Manawake is there on the edge of the box and Emerson Palmieri is about to make that late run on the left into the box. Manawake doesn't track, doesn't close the space. And of course, Emerson basically gets a free look at goal, puts it past Kepa, Riza Balaga, 1-1. And that's how the game ends. And really, that could have been a massive moment if Manawake had been better defensively, could have prevented that moment entirely. Chelsea at that point in the game actually had started it really well. Momentum was on their side. And it was just a classic case of last season, Chelsea not being able to handle those situations very well and the game turns in the opposite direction. Now we move to the last game against Luton. 22 minutes in, so a similar period of the game and Chelsea are 1-0 up. Cole Palmer has already given us the lead. We're in a similar situation, but Luton are looking to get back into the game. And one of the ways they did absolutely hurt Chelsea and one of their best routes to goal is just very direct, crosses into the box, this time Andros Townsend on the right, cutting onto his left, is going to curl a ball into the box. And as you can see here, it's pretty dangerous. It's going to hit towards the back post. Luton have a lot of bodies as they naturally do throughout the game. And this could be an area where Chelsea, who have been pretty bad at defending inside their box, especially high balls into the box, could be exposed. But this time, Noni Manawake does cover, does track the run. And actually is first to the ball and clears it. And Chelsea get away with it. And then a little bit later on in the game, Noni Manawake, of course, will score the goal that doubles Chelsea's lead and very much sets them on their way to an important win. So I think moments like this can be easily dismissed. They're ones that aren't used in a highlight reel because they don't lead to anything. But I look at the improvement that McCullough Madrid has had in that aspect this season. Um in the way that defensively in some games, I've really been impressed by the way he's been able to cover, track back, win fouls, help out his left back. I think the game against Arsenal earlier in the season was a prime example of this. And I feel that hopefully for Noni Manawake and especially Raheem Sterling, who I think has been pretty poor in this aspect, I think one of the poorest parts of Sterling this season has been his inability to track back and really hurting Marco Correa on the left. I remember the Brentford game, the Tottenham game when he was playing on the right. Whatever it is, I, I, I personally think that this is something that I'd like to see Noni get better at and improve at because for me as an all-round player, if he's adding that productivity and impact in the final third, but then also is covering Chelsea, covering his fullback, I would like to think Pochettino sees that as an all-round player and thinks, yeah, I'm actually going to stick with you. And will Noni Manawake stay in the team? I guess that's a question that will be answered in the coming weeks, but hopefully he does. We do have to give some appreciation to the goal. I posted this on Twitter and I think people um, liked it because, you know, it's something that I have seen a little bit of analysis over is is Moises Casado and his performances. Is he actually playing that well? Is he being overwhelmed by the price tag? Is he living up to expectation? 
But I thought his involvement in the build-up to the second goal was wonderful. This pass he plays first time. It's, it's a great layoff as well by Nicholas Jackson, who I thought had a, had a decent game as well. He plays it quickly into the feet of Levi Colwell. And this very much is a pass that kills or makes the move happen. If he gets this pass wrong or he waits a little bit or he looks to lay it off to the side to Conor Gallagher, the move simply doesn't get going. But the fact Chelsea was so incisive in this move, it gets it to Levi Colwell. Colwell finds a central ball to Cole Palmer. Cole Palmer then finds Noni Manawake. I think the most impressive thing for me with Noni here is just his direct um, ability and actually taking a bit of a risk it's not a high quality percentage chance for him to shoot from this area and because he naturally maybe wants to get it onto his left foot we've seen a lot of players like Ziyech for instance in this position and others I think Palmer at times is guilty of this trying to get it onto his favoured foot and then when you can't take the direct shot the move kind of just ends. The fact that Madawake was able to get it onto his right foot and then smash it in the top corner. Again, just individual brilliance. There were other options there, easier options, but he takes a risk, takes a shot, and it pays off wonderfully. But the second half of today's show is about Cole Palmer, a player we just love speaking about. Because as a Chelsea fan, speaking about an attacking signing, numbers-wise and performance-wise, just everything looks so good is just so refreshing. I mean, it feels like an absolute gift because we haven't been able to speak about attacking signings like that for so, so long, it feels like. Cole Palmer has rightly been nominated for Premier League Player of the Month for December. I think it makes a lot of sense if you just look at his raw numbers throughout the month and how influential he was. Up to Joe pointing this out over the weekend after he scored that double against Luton, that if you take the most goals and assists in Europe's top five uh, leagues this season by players currently aged 21 or younger, we see here that Cole Palmer only trails Jude Bellingham, who, I mean, Jude Bellingham is just absolutely insane what he's doing at Real Madrid from an England perspective. Hopefully he continues that at the Euros uh, and maybe Cole Palmer will join him. But we see here 15 in total for Jude Bellingham, 12 for Cole Palmer. Florian Verts is on the same as Cole Palmer, of course, very exciting. By Leverkusen talent, Javi Simmons and Anthony Alanga. That's quite an interesting stat given Nottingham Forest not doing that well. But I did see a little bit of discourse because then people took these numbers, they looked at them and then they compared Cole Palmer to Bakayo Saka at Arsenal. And Saka's a little bit less than... Or, or of similar numbers to Cole Palmer so far this season. Oh, is Cole Palmer better than Bukayo Saka? Does he have a higher ceiling? I feel I'm going to flip this another way. I'm not going to make this tribal because I'm quite a big fan of Bukayo Saka. I think he's a wonderful talent and he is someone that I actually think is is a victim this season of just being overworked, overplayed. He's relied so heavily to basically make everything happen for Arteta. And I don't think that's going to help him as a young player. I really don't. And I think, you know, that that's an Arsenal problem. That's not a Chelsea problem. But in terms of comparing these two players, I think if you're a Chelsea fan, the fact that we've had the season we've had so far, which hasn't been wonderful by any stretch of the imagination, and we've got a player like Cole Palmer, who didn't have a lot of Premier League football compared to Bukayo Saka, and he's putting up these numbers in the first half of his season as a starting player at Chelsea... We just need to celebrate that. I think the fact that he's even close to a player like Bakayo Saka is a real, real positive. Saka is one of the best attackers in the Premier League. He is someone that from a, a right-wing position is a different player to, to Cole Palmer. We're not talking about the same player here. Um, I think Cole Palmer is very much a player who wants to get on the ball a little bit deeper, 
isn't kind of more of a natural out-and-out winger. And I feel like Saka is absolutely relied upon for his goal scoring. But in terms of goal scoring, Cole Palmer's doing wonderfully. I mean, if you look at not just, he's now Chelsea's top goal scorer so far this season, but in terms of expected goals, he's actually outperforming his expected goals. I think his expected goals so far this season are about seven. And now he's here at eight. So he's actually doing a little bit better. And that's also, if we consider with the penalties he's had as well, um, some of his finishes have been absolutely wonderful. And the fact that we're even at a stage where we can look at those two players and compare them and even say that Palmer's doing a little bit better, maybe the argument you can make is that Palmer's not playing in as good and effective as, you know, settled side as Arsenal, even though Arsenal have had some problems recently, I think just shows you how good a talent Cole Palmer is. I think the big question for me in the second half of the season is how much better Cole Palmer can become. And actually, with Christopher Nkunku returning, will those numbers actually go down a little bit? Not in a negative sense. I, I think maybe in goals, they, they could go down if then the goals are actually going to come from Christopher Nkunku. And then maybe assists maybe go up a little bit. I'm intrigued to see how that relationship works because I think those two players are going to be crucial for Chelsea for the rest of this season. Let me know your thoughts, whether you agree, disagree. But in terms of these numbers, let's just be happy that we finally have a player who, in terms of what we paid for them, their output, their consistency, their impact on the team, and just their quality. I mean, the goals that Cole Palmer is scoring this season are just wonderful. It's not just penalties. In the last few weeks against Man United, against Luton, we have seen true brilliance from Cole Palmer so hopefully that continues so that's going to do it for today's episode of the breakdown if you did enjoy it please hit that subscribe button please do give us a positive rate and review on your podcast platform of choice if you are listening that way I definitely suggest if you are listening please do go and watch it and subscribe on YouTube because on the breakdown we do look at a lot of screenshots and we do kind of break things down a little bit more visually but thank you if you have been listening that way. Follow me across the socials as ever at Son of Chelsea. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you again very soon. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network.